Man, it's just something about that theme song that gets me going. So, Peace yeah. and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes, and welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us, guys. And of course, man, I got my brothers in the building. If you guys don't know by now, I don't know what to tell you. But of course, man, I got right here my guy, Mr. Glass Half Full. Speed if you nasty now. <laughs> Mr. Twenty, uh-huh. but we'll talk about that. And Ooh, I got my guy, white jersey, aka blue jersey, aka damn it, Daniel. And we got El Jefe in the building, baby. El Jefe too, man. Like you gotta wear that shit. Yeah, like, buddy. I don't even know who I am anymore. I just saw you with the fucking Bruce Lee wig on. I don't know. We're going to get into that eventually. Right? I don't know what that was. But, guys, thank you for showing up, man. And, guys, we have a special guest in the building coming on a little bit later. Later, yes. Ryan Dunleavy of the New York Post. So, you know, we got some stuff to talk about because we've been in them Twitter streets. So we're going to talk about it today with our guy here, man, friend of the show. So, of course, guys, I'm going to go around the room, man. We are 2 and no. How was your freaking weekend? And I'm going to start with El Jefe. What is going on, man? Phenomenal. You look great, by the way. You look Phen- fucking great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Look <laughs> Phenomenal weekend. Sunday was one for the ages. Me and Spiro were at, were at the game. So much fun. I saw this guy handle his beer like an absolute <laughs> champion. Coming from champion, an Irishman, uh, I, was, I was very impressed. He, uh, he held his own. He was a tank. He looked stout. He looked beefy. He looked buff. It. He looked beardy. I mean, he just had it all going for him on Sunday. And then the Giants, I got to tell you. Stop, got to my, just stop. No, That's about me. No. <laughs> I got to my seat just as kickoff happened, mm. and I was rowdy. Like, we drank beer all day. My yeah. uh, Snacks was making everybody do Captain Morgan shots. We went through two God, handles snacks. of Captain Morgan. Sheesh. And then we, my buddy makes Red Bull Vodkas right before we go in. So I am God. zooted. Walking yeah, into this stadium, good. dude, and I get to my seat, and kickoff happens as I'm like walking into the row, and I just start screaming at the top of my lungs, "Fumble, fumble!" <laughs> as the guy catches it, he he runs like ten yards, pops out, fumble, Giants ball. So like, yeah, Brown, I, I was maybe. on my dude, seat, like I was this guy to the crowd. Yeah, like, I was like, let's yeah, go. I was let's so go. Hot. couldn't have had a nobody game, talks man. about that Cam Brown play. He busted up that coverage. I don't know if you guys want. Because I have to watch it on DVR after I go to the game, especially at, I mean, after that many beers, especially so. But uh, Cam <laughs> Brown blew up some dude, and then he tripped up the the, the returner, which allowed uh, I, I forget who it was to to poke out the ball, and our boy Belton coming up with the fumble recovery, first play, first play of his career, no big deal. You you just at, you're at the top of the mountain at that point. <laughs> you just can't you can't it doesn't get much better than that. But man, what a game! What a start to the game. Momentum was on our side from. Jump Street, right? It was awesome. It was. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And guys, listen, man, I'm going to just recap my weekend. 2 and 0. 2 and 0 since 2016, guys. Come on. I feel First amazing, time, man. I feel great, man. It feels Six good years. to be a Giants fan. And Coach Dayball, Joe Shane, and Wink freaking Martindale. And we'll get into this today. But guys, my oh, weekend was amazing. I was walking into Monday working. I'm chilling, bro. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Shout out. And shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Thank you for spending your Tuesday night. Load up them questions. Load up them comments. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Subscribe. And please share. It's New York Revival, man. We're trying to make it. Yeah. We're trying to make it here for you guys. This is right? Carter Coffin poked out that ball. This is why we have the best commenters this side of the, uh, yeah, Mississippi. Right. They, they are right on top of it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> listen, 
I, listen, I want to say one more thing. First, 2-0, first time since 2016. We got a chance to go 3-0 for the first time since 2009. Damn. It's 2009. That's that, crazy. I mean, That's that was crazy. eons ago, man. It, so let's let, let's get after it. It's Cowboys week. Let's get going today, man. Let's what go. the hell was I doing Excited. in 2009? I have no idea Sheesh. what I was doing in 2009. That's how long ago it was. Living in hobo. I think my son was born. My son was born then. It was awesome. Oh, but hey. guys, I want to do. I want to do a couple of things, guys, because we had some freaking fun, man. We actually set something in the internet on fire, and everybody started doing it along with us. We did if the Giants win, I will challenge from the Giants win challenge, and we had to create something, man. Now Hefe walked into Lowe's. In his El Chefe uniform, Speed had to drink 21 beers, and I had to rap. I'm not a rapper, all right? But yeah, uh, I just want to know. You're not going to be able to say that much longer, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was I just a wanna... one time. It's a one time. You got it was a one time. time Who knows? Cat's out the back now. I mean, you got to, <laughs> I don't know. You got to do it more. That was good, dude. I, I listened back to that no less than 20 times. No yeah. Joke. So I, I was playing it. I was playing it at the tailgate. I was playing it for TK on the way there. I'm like, listen to this. Like, you keep saying yeah, he's not a rapper, but I think you, you mission accomplished of setting the bar low and then fucking stomping. Yeah, he's coming out. <laughs> Let's go. You know what? That that is a trick that I do, man. It's like you set mm-hmm. the expectations humble. extremely low. Then when it's just okay, it seems like it's skyrocketing. Well, you're a humble dude, but I know, like, fair, when we were having fair. beers uh, at our spot in Staten Island. And we, oh, yeah. after a few, we were like sharing mm-hmm. each other's music from back in the day. And Eli was like, he gave me a bunch of tracks Check to listen this. on the way home. I'm like, this guy's a fucking rapper. Yes. <laughs> like, you are <laughs> a rapper. Yo, and you got some lyrical and, talent. Yeah. We got it on our I hands right that. here. That's why he's the MC, man. Guys, best. listen, enough about me. I want to talk about <laughs> Speed's 21 beers. I want to talk about the El Cefe because this freaking guy's doing a jump ball in the middle of next to barbecue Dude, grills fantastic. in a fireplace. I almost so, won. I almost yeah, yo, Number one, number two. Shot. The fact that he jumps that high and this guy was like eight feet tall. I was like, I don't know I if know. I feel bad for the eight feet tall guy or is Hefe really this athletic, man? But take me through this, man. How was it going through there? How was the people freaking just accepting you as El Chefe, bro? Take me through. Um, it was it was a little bit nerve wracking going in there because I didn't know if the staff. I mean, after thirty seconds, a staff member could have been like, "You got to get the hell out of here, asshole! Right. Like, what, what are you doing?" This shit. So I didn't know what to expect. Um, and then we just happened to run into the best possible employee, oh and then the most random dude. <laughs> right, yeah, so like yeah, the yeah. stars aligned. It was all in all a five minute visit. Like it was really really fast. And uh, and me and TK were just walking out of there like, what the hell just happened? Like I can't <laughs> lightning in a bottle. That's what happened. Yeah, man. That was it was. No, because I realized so if I had went to the store any other time, any other day, the experience would have been different. So 100%. we, we, we yeah, went yeah. at the exact yeah. right time, <laughs> and it was just so funny. And uh, I got ups. So I think I won that jump ball. Uh, yeah, that was Yo, you did, bro. Yo, where the hell did you get these ups from, man? That, you know, once yeah. I saw that, hey, it went back to the, the 40 yard dash off of talking Giants and all that. And I'm like, this motherfucker's athletic, man. Hey, like, I'm a like, former, former basketball guy. Okay. I got my weak side up. rebounds and my power layups. Okay. I was let's I was go. Yeah. Tap <laughs> of the backboard and layups and everything. Let's go. Uh, now I just uh, want everyone to know literally I called Spiro the next day after the game and I was like, yo, bro, are you alive? 
<laughs> like, no lie, by like number I say 13, he was like, let's go. It got, it got a little slurry. It got a little slurry <laughs> Yo, at that point. It got slurry, bro. How There's... are you feeling, man? To let the people know it's 21 beers, a suicide Dude. mission. Good lord. Well, listen, I told everybody, everybody was so worried about me. I was like, guys, this this is not my first rodeo. You were here. very like, relaxed. I, I've had a very, I've, I've done this, not maybe 21, but I've gotten close before, I'm sure. Um, I lost count a couple times, but. I think, you know, I started at 9 o'clock, got a lot of my drinking from 9 to 4. Um, you saw me in, like, beer 16, 17 once I got to the stadium. 17 I, was you, easily my favorite. That was amazing. You, you cut – there was a little – there's a couple of edits. I actually had the whole video, like, me just pouring beer all over my face. At 17, I'm just barely getting you know, propped up, like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> and uh, so it was, it was a long haul. But we did it. I had some friends everywhere. I stopped by everybody. Like I had the good vibes all around me. Nice and hot. I had to hydrate constantly. Got some water in me. Ibuprofen, and I'm good to go, baby. I'm. I'm and he was drinking right. red stripes. He was drinking Kona big waves. He was yeah. um, shotgunning was... Miller lights. It didn't matter. Oh, it didn't matter. <laughs> I called him the next day. His voice was like Barry White. He was like, yo, bro. Yo. He's like, yo, out of it. And I was like, yo, sweet. Are you really okay? He's like, yo, I do this a lot. Don't worry, bro. We're glad you survived, too. You're, 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 you're I'm, I'm more definitely glad right? you survived, bro. That that Thank was you. torture. So this week, the, we decided. Thank you, man. And this week, we decided to take a little bit easy because, man, going in the lows, yeah, 21 shots, and me rapping was just insane, all right? We came out hot. So we, we came, came out, out. We came out burning hot. Like, like, you know what it was? I think we didn't expect that win, maybe. Maybe. Like, we knew we could win, but we didn't expect it. So we had to go hard. But this week with Carolina, we went a little bit soft, guys. I got to do 38% because the Giants. Yes. I got to double uh, a Spiro here. And and Hefe, what was your challenge once more? I have to kick a forty-yard field goal. That's forty-yard right. field goal. I can't goal. wait to see that. I need I to see that, like you know, practice first before yeah, you yeah, record yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't, takes. I haven't done it. I haven't tried in in eight years. And the last I time I did it, goals. oh, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't successfully do it. No, <laughs> not, not great, but <laughs> <laughs> it was very windy in Jersey there City was, that day. Damn it was going towards the goalpost. Let's just say that. Hey, listen, you better call our guy Lawrence Times and get this thing happening, man. We got to figure out how to you know, stretch it out. I'm going to request his feedback on my form and uh, and whatnot. But <laughs> yeah. I think 40 yarder should be relatively easy. Uh, Are you we'll sure, see. bro? I'm not sure at all. But no, no, I said, okay. Okay. But okay. I, said I was going to do it. So I'm going to. Hey, shout out Tuto. It's my boy. I, he, he's he's a, a Jersey guy. He's a Rutgers fan. So I just shout him out. And, yo, Tuto is always on our, on our good vibes. videos. Good vibes on our always YouTube channel. Always bringing the good vibes. We love you, man. We love you. So, buddy. guys, listen. And the only one that's really big major is that if the Giants win, I will challenge. It's Lawrence Tynes. He's giving out five personally Ooh. autographed. Posters of him That's kicking big. us into the Super Bowl back in Lambeau Field. Dude, so, guys, fantastic. we're going to give it out to some of these winners here. Keep them comments rolling. Keep them comments coming in because we're going to pick somebody out of these comments of so five people to get the honor of hand autograph, which he should be recording it sometime this week, of a football – of the, the Super Bowl kicker. Kick this into the Super Bowl. Come on, guys. You Dude, can win this go, thing. Keep them comments coming. DM, now you DM us. Let's put a comment underneath these tweets here, guys, and all these YouTube stuff. And come on. You can win. It. <laughs> All right. So, guys, what an incredible week, man. The Giants went through it. We beat Carolina, man, and it was an ugly win. It wasn't really flashy. It wasn't really great, but we won and we got out of there, right? 
But I just want to go around the room, man, because I think there was one unsung hero here, right? Ooh, and if we yeah. had to give a New York vi- revival game ball, who would, you, who would it be? And I'm going to ask the both of you guys, and I'm going to start with El Jefe. Who would you give out the New York revival game ball to as far as coaches is concerned? Oh, I, I mean, I was I was gonna say wink, even if you didn't say coaches right there. I, I think. Yeah, he beat me to it. I, I, I figured. I figured. I figured. Wink, you know, and I think wink. we're unanimous here. I think we're unanimous. You know, I mean, we I mean, are. As, but as far as coaches out, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you, Jeff. Go, go on your. On yeah, your Jeff, go ahead, finish up. I, yeah, just, finish I just mean, what he's done. I mean, we knew, you know in the preseason and the practices and stuff, we would see what a headache he was causing for the offense. And it, and it led us to believe that the offense sucks, <laughs> but it turns out the defense is just creative and aggressive and it's really good. Like when Julian Love got home on that third down blitz, that's exactly what we were seeing in practice. Mm-hmm. They couldn't block them. They were confusing the shit out of our offensive line on a daily basis. So now you're seeing it in real time. I think Wink is brilliant. I have no idea how long we can hang on to him. Because he probably wants a head coaching gig, but yeah. damn, he is such a good thing for the New York Giants at this time right now, changing the culture. It is. I agree. It's a Speak. it's a it's a game changer. His his attitude and uh, the boys at uh, Giants Insider shout out to them. Uh, they call him a tank commander. Like he is just like in charge. He he wants everybody to be loud. He he's like a motivator. Man, he's so much fun to, and he just blitzes all the time. Doesn't give a shit. Like prevent defense is, is not a, a a word in his vocabulary. He doesn't know what it's about. He just brings it all the time. So shout out to him. But I want to give someone else props. Thomas McGahey, the special teams coach, turned special teams around because special teams had a very good game. Uh, you know, Gano, Gano went, yeah, Gano went yeah. four for four yeah. with two fifty yard kicks. Um, coverage changed the game right off the bat with with forcing that fumble. On the kickoff, like it, the the punting was better, you know. I, give him props, um, but obviously, Wink's you know, Wink wins this. But yeah, Shout out to Tom Spaghetti Eli, for getting that yeah. shoot back. E- Eli, what do you got? And then I got a question for Spiro since he was at the game too. But go yeah, ahead, absolutely. Eli. I want, I want to hear your feedback. Yeah, I, I just want to say Wink right will be the unsung hero at this point, right? This guy's doing a lot, missing two, two of his star edge rushers as far as you know, Kayvon Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aziz Ojolari, he's mentioned two of those edge edge rushers at this point. So he's doing a lot. And just when the secondary, we thought was going to be terrible, they're playing pretty well. They're playing pretty well according to the schemes that he's designing up. You know what I mean? And the fact that they held on to two running backs that are elite in this league as far as Derrick Henry and CMC and just held them down. They didn't really have any big, huge gas or gains in this defense. Like, guys, they really put the ball in their quarterback's hands. Wink had a plan. Okay, let's let's see if Tannehill's gonna beat us. Beat us. Let's see if freaking Baker Mayfield's gonna beat us. And they couldn't. And they couldn't. So shout out to Wink Martindale, man. Like you gotta applaud that Love man you, again. Missing two pivotal pieces in this freaking defense, man. You gotta give the revival game ball to Wink. So Wink Martindale, I don't know if you're watching this, but if anyone knows Wink, hey, you gotta give him the revival game <laughs> ball of this week, man. So shout out to Wink Martindale, man. Like so that. shout out I to like that, that, man. Well, good. Uh, I know you had a question for uh, Spivet. Yeah, and Wink must be just like drooling about getting Aziz and Thibodeau in the mix. Um, Imagine. And, things he can do. Uh, Imagine. I want, I, and I'm going to keep the vibes good because the Giants won and, and that's what we should do. But the vibes in the stadium were at yeah, least where I was. Dude, they were rough, man. Like they were rough because it started out electric, right? Got that fumble. Mm-hmm. Then it was a field goal. Then we got the ball back, field goal. And you just kind of like, all right, come on, offense. Like, Gano yeah. 
going four for four is why we won that game and special teams. So, and the defense, right? Like the offense had one good drive. There was yes. so much frustration in the stadium. And this is just honest feedback. This is not my feedback. Right. That in the stadium, people were yelling for Tyrod. They were booing Daniel Jones. Oh. They were, they were <laughs> pissed. Dude, the offense. And this is like Carolina, you know, it was kind of like, they're begging you to just go beat their ass. Yeah. And we just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it was a frustrating vibe in there. And then it was like, we squeezed it out. Vibes were good again. Right. People were, it was a party again, leaving the stadium. Everyone was like, vibes were great, but it was very uh, tense in that yeah. stadium for the, for the majority of that game. I can see that. I can see that. Well, you were down with the bougie, you know, rich folks. Yeah. You know, I got a little bit more uptight. I was up, up there in the 301 nosebleed shout out 301. Uh, we had a good time. We had a party going. Um, but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Like we came out like when when we got those those fum, uh, the fumble and had a chance again to go up like basically 10 nothing at the very worst. Um, they, the fact that they kept selling for field goals, it took a little bit of air out of sales. I, I will 100 percent say that. But once that uh, that that third that third quarter drive by Daniel Jones, once he put that together, I, I thought the visor back after that. Like we had to just get one. Jo- we needed to see a touchdown. For the love of God, it feels like we haven't seen a touchdown at MetLife in eons. So, um, yeah. second time I've used eons, by the way, in this podcast, right? We're only I'm right, like and we're only minutes seventeen minutes in. That's here's the thing. That's how long it's taken since we've had good vibes. It, it feels like forever. Um, but Jan- Jones finally put together a drive, and you get the flash of what this offense can be. Man, there was wide people, wide uh, open wide receivers all all day. You know. Jones missed a lot of them, but you saw a good scheme, and that's what I've been looking for. That's what I'm looking for this year. You'll get your new quarterback if you want next year, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Just look for good schemes and good coaching and good adjustments. And, hey, if we get a couple wins in, in the meantime, awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let me say this, man, and I know people were probably like booing and calling for Tyrod Taylor, but you got to throw a little blame on the offensive coordinator. Just a tad bit, right? Because down in that that 10-yard line, this guy's doing reverses. It looked like Jason Garrett's offense out there again, right? So he's doing these motions, and then he's doing these reverses, trying to get cute down there. And I think that was the downfall for both of those particular drives. I mean, don't get me wrong. We can critique Daniel Jones and how he needs to get better, and which we'll go into, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think we'll wait a bit. We'll we'll wait a bit. We'll wait a bit. But you got to shout, you know, say Mike Kafka, you know, he he is a rookie offensive coordinator, right? He's his first time calling plays ever. But, you know, it's just no need to get cute. Go with your guy. Put in his Saquon's hands. Let's see if he can get you down to that goal line. And then you can shove it in with either him or you got Daniel Jones run that Tom Brady quarterback sneak to bust that goal line open to get you those points there. It's just why be that creative that close to the end zone? At that point, Kenny Galladay. That's what I was questioning. I was like, is Kenny Galladay going to be that guy? Or is Bellinger going to be that type of guy to go up and get the ball too at his frame and his height? So, again, it's like, why do all of this other extra stuff and you have those type of guys that can win you possibly those 50-50 balls? You could have easily turned around Kenny Galladay's whole energy at this point within the Giants organization if you would have just tried to aim at him once, in my opinion. Or Bellinger, right? But, again, I think he got too cute. And that's what stalled out those drives. And, of course, we could break down all the other stuff, too. But, guys, I want to do something because Spee's been asking for this for a while. And I'm going off script here. I'm going off script. Oh, I'm so unprepared for this. I don't I'm I'm so, know. If I, can I do know this. y'all unprepared for this. Right? I don't know. If I can. Eli always throws his curveballs. I love it. I, I love do. It. I do. I do. <laughs> and I love it. I love it, right? Check this out. 
We're going to try hard to not mention Daniel Jones's name. All right? We're going to either use DJ. Can you say no Jones? Can you yeah, say quarterback? Yeah. You can say quarterback. You can say Duke quarterback. You can say, uh, you know, just you know, dumbass or yeah, whatever no. you can say. <laughs> just don't say Daniel here, Jones, DJ. Here's why. Jones. And here's why viewership, oh, right? Tell him why. Yeah, why. Yeah, tell him why. We had to, we had to talk about this. It's because the toxicity around that name. It's like you can't say Trump. Right, <laughs> literally, it's like everybody's like taboo on certain politics, things. So it, politics and freaking religion, you can't say it. And Daniel Jones amongst the Giants fan base. Yo. So every time we say Daniel Jones tonight at this show, we got a drink. So um, that's the show. That's what we're gonna do tonight. Daniel Jones, I'm gonna drink now. Yes, <laughs> but I want to go through this. I want to go through this here because they killed El Jefe on Twitter today oh, yeah. when he showed that graphic and rightfully so El Jefe I'm going to back you up here because he he by the way there's a, a next gen stat shout out to Ashton man who, who who put that stat out and I saw that tweet that Daniel Jones is the number one quarterback that has time in the pocket with 3 seconds and then it trickles down to the other top 5 that are in there but after seeing that, that graphic, and I'm like, what are you holding on to the ball for? And shout out, shout out to Astro, man. And go I'm like, what are you holding on to that ball? So, and yeah, please go follow the get back. Awesome freaking content from yes. my man Astro over there, man, for yeah. real. So go give him a, you know, check him out over there on his YouTube channel uh, oh, when yeah. it's start, you know, when it's up and running. But awesome, awesome stuff he put out, man. And I was just like, yo, if he has that much time and then Hefe puts out this graphic, I was like, that is so just. Like, I thought that graphic was freaking amazing, but Hefe, this this walked me through, man. How was the freaking Twitter land has been treating you today, man? And Daniel well, it, Jones. It was God just another it. it was just another <laughs> reminder that at the mention of the sweet prince's name, people will come chasing after you with swords in hand. Throat. And it doesn't throat, matter bro. if what you said is fair or just, you just can't criticize him because people will fall on the sword for him. No matter what. The guy can do no wrong whatsoever and i gotta tell you there is a difference between watching the game on tv and watching the game in the stadium because you when you watch on tv yeah like i'm not talking all 22 you get every angle and everything i'm talking they focus on the line of scrimmage and the quarterback drops back when he throws the ball that's when receivers come into frame what you see being in the stadium and i was like 25 rows up or whatever corner of the end zone i watched this game every snap and I saw guys open regularly and I saw guys flying around and I saw the quarterback uh, rolling to his right and I saw Bellinger wide open and the whole stadium starts like he had so much time to get it there and it was Mm. impossible I had no idea what he could have possibly been looking at so like it's really frustrating and that's just criticism like he escaped the pocket as he should have did it crumble sure it happens to every quarterback every day but he got out of the pocket as, as he was supposed to. But he's not seeing things. Yeah. He's not seeing the field yeah. right. Something's wrong, and well, he's and, and it can it can get better. I'm not trashing him. I'm just saying yeah. there were a lot of chunk plays left out there. A lot of money left on the table there. Yeah, let me play devil's Sweet. advocate here. I just mm-hmm. want to say, I, I there are plenty of of plays that he left on the field, and that's why that's calls for optimism. Optimism, like you said, Jeff. Like that is the good part. Um, I will say, you know, he he is looking down at the pressure all the time. And honestly, can you blame him that much? Because of three years of bad offensive line play, 
his his eyes go straight down. Now, is, is he ruined enough to where he can't come back from that? I don't know. We, we'll we'll find out in the next couple of games. But right now, he's missing those plays because he's looking at the offensive line that's beat the shit out of him for the past three years. He's got to gain trust in them. He's got to take risks to get. He's got to take risks to get, man. Like yeah. that throw was was not quite <clears throat> open right at the time. It's the same with the Shepard throw, like in the in the red zone. Those are tight throws that you have to just gun it, just trust yourself and gun it. And that also might come with time in the system. Maybe he doesn't trust himself yet in in the system. He's had Judge and and Garrett beating into his brain. Don't make that throw. Don't make make the tight window throw. You know and. I don't, again, can he come back from this? Probably not. We're not going to – nobody really expects it to happen. But i got to give him until, like, another another couple games because this is a new offense. He's learning new routes, doesn't know where exactly where everybody is. You have Shepard saying the wide receivers are running their own routes sometimes, so they don't know exactly what's going on. So give him – just let's give him a little bit more time. He's our quarterback this year. We just got to live with it. That's that's what that's all I, I think. Say. And I, I say this, man. Why you can't have criticism for the players on your? No, roster? you can. Are you can. I don't know. Are there people that say you can't crit? Like, are they? Are there? Oh, oh, they're oh, after can, me they, today. Oh, no. they killed them. No, like, why? I listen. And, and listen, and I understand we're winning. I know we're winning, and I'm happy we're winning. But if you think that, about it, if you think about it, right? Is is it? We could be winning by a huge margin instead of for these tight little games, and depending on somebody to miss a field goal. Yeah. Why left? Or having that one play that which Daniel Jones to give him credit, he ran it and, and extended the drive to where we could finally right. win the game, right? But it's just why we can't look at things and say, well, hey, he could have did this better. Same For thing sure. the coaches would do, right? Yeah. So why yeah. can't the fans do that? Why does it have to be such, such a, a good hard point? Attack? Yeah, you that's such I mean? a good point. What do you think Dable's doing watching yes. film with Daniel Jones like right now? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, they're talking about the missed opportunities, but fans can't. Yeah. Because oh, you're yeah. trashing. Yes. No, like, no, it's just yes. missed opportunity. But we're winning games while winning not playing games. our best ball. So, like, Correct. once just... the offense catches up to the defense, the fact that you're stacking some wins early on is the best possible scenario. Mm-hmm. This is, like, mm-hmm. the best case start for the Giants. 100%. Esca- escaping with wins. But, like, just watching the Bills play the other night. Granted, they're the cream of the crop, Super Bowl favorite. But mm-hmm. they, they are men playing the same sport in the same league you are. Like, it's not like yeah. they're from another planet, <laughs> right? right? It, it feels but they, like they are. But they smelled blood in the water, and they stepped on their throat, and they beat them down, and they threw deep balls, yeah. even though they had a two-touchdown lead. Like, that's how you make a statement. So, like, yeah. I agree. We, we have to get closer to taking those shots and playing to win, playing to score points. Like, he, he's being a little too conservative, but I think he's in a constant state of – being uncomfortable, right? Like his yeah, whole career yeah. has been uncomfortable. So, give and him- the line's not exactly doing him much justice to begin with either. They're not exactly <clears throat> pass blocking great. I know the time. I see the time there. It feels like he's under the rest a lot. I don't know. I don't know if he's he's causing a lot of that because he's holding on to the ball. But again, we have you know you, you re- reference Buffalo. You got Stefan Diggs, Knox, Gabriel Davis. You know, uh, <laughs> and Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the damn league. In the same offense, you know. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is, we're we're like you said. I, I feel like we have to preach more that like there's upside here if he can figure this out. You know what? There's upside here if he can figure it out. And it, it I feel like one side's too freaking defensive, and the other side, you know, they just they just go after. Yeah, he's a he's an abused stepchild. He is. He just he might not have it left. He might not be in him anymore. Well, he might have taken too much. I don't know if he like was his stock ever as high as after his first career start. 
Did you ever feel that we no. had the guy more than after his first first career? Start? Oh my god, it was electric. It was electric. so electric. Oh, like we have a we have a mobile quarterback who just ran oh. in for two touchdowns. Took the, like he was yeah. confident. Been beaten he was out of him. He's been beaten out of him. That so that the Giants ruined thing. him. Regardless, yeah. he's the quarterback for this year. They're gonna let the oh. wheels fall off with Daniel. That's Jones. what. That's what so we need to get across. It is what it is. It is what it is. Keep winning just, games. And by the way, I've been keeping tabs. I've been saying a lot of Daniel Jones, and I haven't seen any drinking. Oh, but I'm just saying, shit. guys. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I want to say this, man. Before we are done, let's just move on before our special guest comes in as well. <sighs> guys, we're going to look ahead into Monday, man. And boy, oh, boy, it is going to be a great game. You're talking about division rivals. And a uh, shout-out to uh, – uh, uh, Julian Love, man, who was asking the fans to come in and wear white. This is going to be a whiteout. Even Coach Daves sent the email yes. to everyone uh, season ticket holders to say, hey, let's have a whiteout. Let's let's get this going. So, guys, I just want to ask for your, your thoughts and your predictions. And I'm going to start with you, Mr. Glass Half Full. What is your mm. thoughts and predictions on this Monday night game, man? Man, um, I think I think the crowd's going to be into it. I think, you know, always Monday night, uh, the crowd get, gets enough time to get there, have a good time, get drunk. Uh I think they're going to bring it with the whiteout. I think, listen, Cooper Rush, there's, there's tape on him now. I, I, I feel like the, that offensive line it can get exposed with our blitzing. Please just bring us Aziz or, or you know Thibodeau back. One of the two. I'll take one of the two. Thibodeau it seems closer. If Thibodeau plays, the Giants will win. Another close one. I'm saying 26-20 Giants. 26-20 Giants. Win at wow. home. Go to three and zero. Wow. Three and zero. Wow. First time oh, wow. since two thousand nine, baby. Let's go. I don't know wow. if anyone's keeping notes, but the revival guys have picked the Giants to win every week. Every week. Damn right. I ain't All stopping three. now. We ain't stopping <laughs> no. until the fucking wheels fall off of this, baby. <laughs> I won't stop, baby. Let's go. You know Let's what this go. game is going to be like? Exactly like the first two. It is going to be back and forth with Ugly. our defense keeping us in. And our offense kicking field goals, maybe one touchdown, and it's mm. going to come down to the fourth quarter at the end. And I think the Giants pull it out again. I think they do it again. And it's going to be come like 21 20, 24 23. Yeah, like it's, it's going to be right it's there. It's a grind. Again. It's a grind. <laughs> like that just is grinding right now. Like I don't, like I think Jones will. <laughs> I think I think yes. the quarterback will yes. I think he will light it up more and more as the season goes on as you know after like the Packers Ravens and that schedule softens up maybe he starts to relax gets more comfortable I could see him throwing the ball all over the yard I don't think it's going to happen against the Cowboys unfortunately Ooh. it would be an amazing statement to make yeah but Micah Parsons is an absolute freak Andrew and, Thomas uh, versus Micah Parsons fun fun for it's gonna be uh, awesome, I think he, he handled Micah Parsons uh, yeah. last year, so that's encouraging. Yeah. But the dude is is among the best defensive players in the league, unfortunately. And it's going to be tough to uh, to keep him at bay all day long. But it's going to be another grind-out win that the Giants pull out 3-0. and I'll say oh, this, guys. Gee. All right? And I feel good about this game. Something just, just gets me all tingly inside. You have all the right? good magic, baby. I have the good <laughs> vibe, man. Yeah, I think vibe. the offense gets it together this game. I think the offense is going to put up points. You don't I think, think they're going to get the, Tony. Uh, the mythical 30 points. You don't think we're going to get to the <laughs> mythical 30. Do I don't they. think we'll get to the mythical 30. <laughs> uh, but I would yeah, say, we're so close. I would say it's going to be a 
Giants. Oh, okay. Right. Low scoring. And the reason it's a low scoring, but I think the Cooper offense Rush. will Cooper finally Rush. start to okay. see these guys put some touchdowns together. Please. I think we'll Please. see Kadarius Tony finally hit this end zone. And I actually see man Saquon having a day as well, man, and killing it. So I think, man, it's gonna be a good game. On, but I have I, I think the Giants 21-13, man. And I think this is gonna be convincing enough that no longer we are the worst undefeated team. We're gonna make that statement. Monday I want to be in that graphic all season long. Dude, I will gladly I be in it. Hey, Eli, we do have our it. special guest here. We got like 15 minutes left for you guys. We got a very yes. special guest. Eli, you want to um, nice. you want to give him the good no, word? No, do the honest, honest, please, brother. Do the honest, please. No, this, please. you're so much better. You you're so much you're better. You're better. You're, you're, so, guys, just to let you know, man, we have a very special guest into the building, man. My guy and your guy, Mr. Ryan. Don't leave me. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> the, the only Giants fans giving me any applause this week. And we'll get into that, brother. We'll get into that, of course, man. But first off, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show and giving us your time. And uh, welcome, man, to New York Revival, man. I'm happy to have you on. Thank you so much. No, no, no problem. Like the show. Love, uh, love the videos. The, you know, going to Walmart in a chef's costume. Is pretty cool. <laughs> so, Listen, man, we had to do. Worth and, and we gonna... out, uh, uh-huh. It's worth taking. Worth taking out fifteen minutes from the Bachelor season finale here, guys. I yeah. Oh, wow. go. oh man. So we'll we'll get you going as soon there. as possible. And my apologies, I even interrupt the show there. Ryan, before you leave. I'll tell my wife you're sorry. No problem. I said you got to give me 15 minutes for these guys so I could see it's on pause. Right we, now. we appreciate you, Ms. Dunleavy. We appreciate you. And glad thank to have you, you thank here. You. So before you get out of here, Lawrence Tynes did this as well. We did, what if the, if the Giants win, I will. So just think of it now. Because uh, what Lawrence Tynes did was uh, he's going to give out five autographs. Now, I'm not expecting anything that big, Mr. Dunleavy. No. But maybe you could do something us. for us, you know, at the end of the show. So just think of something. Think of something. Okay. Let that brew for a second. But I want to start with the light ones first, man. Let's start. Let's get right into it. I'll say this, man. You've been in the Giants training camp pretty much this entire summer, this entire offseason. And this offense is coming into a very slow start. Just by looking at it this whole offseason, would you predict that this offense would have started this slow during the season, in your opinion? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I guys, I'll own it. I picked the Giants to go 4-13 and 13 when the season Ooh, started. Wow. They're halfway there. You're going to get four wins. So you're right Shout about that. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, if you ask me now, this is why going back to your if the Giants will – you ain't getting anything great out of me because I think they're going to win. I think they're going to be 4 0. I really do. I think, Ooh, I, let's go. I think let's go. Be, I think they're going to be 4 0. But anyway, yes, I did see the offense struggling this much. I mean, it, it was a struggle all training camp. Really, Daniel's only, only really good day was the joint practice against the Jets. Uh, the receivers he was throwing to were, you know, Richie James and David Seals and. Um, guys that aren't on the job. Uh, oh God, help me out. Who's the guy who had the huge Alex Bachman? Like that's Bachman, who. Was, yes, that's who he was throwing to all training camp. And you're sitting there and you're wow. thinking, you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, this is useless. This is how it was last training camp too in 21 because he's mm-hmm. throwing all these guys and then the games are going to start and he's not going to have any rhythm with the right. receivers who are playing. Well, lo and behold, he's those are the guys who are playing. He's he's throwing to the guys he was throwing to in 
in training camp because Galladay's not Galladay's not playing or Tony's not playing. Shep obviously Shep obviously was hurt most of training camp, but Richie James got the most targets week one. David Sills wow. played almost every snap week two. Mm-hmm. So he does so he does so unlike last year, he is throwing to the guys he was throwing <laughs> to. So actually they've gotten if I'm being honest, guys, they've gotten off to a better offensive start than I thought, because that's how low the bar I thought. Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That ain't great. That ain't great. But, but one thing I will it. say, one thing I will say. <laughs> And I'll be very clear about this. I don't have to change sides of the table because I was always on the Saquon was still a great player bandwagon. Yes. I picked him to win comeback player of the year. Nice. I I told everybody I could to pick him in the first round of your fantasy draft. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley was very clearly to me a player who was held back by injury, uh, was going to be better his second year after ACL, still had the explosiveness. I don't... To use Saquon's line, I don't have to change sides of the table because I've always been seated where I was sitting. Uh, we respect That's, that. We respect that. that. Great point. We I went to practice that. a couple of times, and he just looked so explosive and healthy, and it was like he's back. Like You could just tell his confidence was totally back. And you have some fans here, Ryan. Great name, by the way. My son's name is Ryan. Um, <laughs> massive salute to Ryan from Tuto. <laughs> Tuto. So I'll say this, man. I got another question, too. Wink Martindale has just been on fire. This defense, I think, exceeded expectations. Uh, for your opinion, man, what do you think is behind the success of Wink Martindale's system? What do you think? Because it looks I, amazing. The DBs are playing well, too. Who would have thought? Here's what I'll tell you, guys. Every coach says this. They all say, I'm going to play to the strength of my players. Mm. And then I they don't, don't do it. And I've, I've covered high school football. I've covered Rutgers football for seven years. I've covered the NFL. I covered some Jets, cover a lot of Giants, some leagues. I'll go to playoff games every year. The games start, and sure enough, the coaches start jamming round pegs into mm-hmm. square holes. And it's and they get they start to feel the pressure. They start to lose, and they go with what they know. And Wink Martindale, that first game, I know the pro football reference says he blitzed 48% of times. It didn't feel like he blitzed 48% of the time. Felt much right. less. It felt like he had it felt like he adapted his game plan to what needed to be done for the Titans. The second game plan, it was like, whoa, well, Austin Calitro is gonna play 48 snaps for this team. You sure you want to <laughs> let go of Blake oh. Martinez? And then Austin Calitro plays five snaps and McKinney and Julian Love play inside linebacker the whole mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Adoree Jackson travels with um, I forgot the Titans number one receiver week one. He doesn't mm-hmm. travel week two. Basically, the Cordell Fla and uh Fabian Moreau are on DJ Moore, so he doesn't match up with the number one receiver. So, ba- so basically, it's a different defense each game, and that I think is what's making it successful. Is everything the Panthers watched on film in week one was totally irrelevant. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's, and that's the brilliance of Wink Martindale, man. Like, it's just, again, the fans thought it was a little bit a lower expectation because we lost James Bradbury, et cetera. And that DB room and that, that defensive backs, they're playing very well. Like you said, man, just the fact that he could switch it up, that's, it's amazing, man. Shout out he's to Wink Martindale. Setting the tone, man. He's setting the tone, and he's aggressive all time. He doesn't go into pre-bed defense, which it's just it's just music for our <laughs> Giants fans' ears. Like, we're sick of the, the – well, listen, we love Patrick Graham, but – Watch you, you watch what Patrick Graham did last week. Raiders played back on defense. Arizona came down and they and they, they, it's a slow death. And now, you know, Wink is taking it to him. It's a change of culture, and we love that about him. You know, he's coming to New York. Couple things. It wasn't just the fans who were down on the defense. I didn't think they were gonna be very good either. They're yeah. they're mm-hmm. less talented than they were last year. That's not even a yeah. question. 
but they're playing better. The schemes are better. The effort's better. Sometimes that, can, that <laughs> sometimes that can make up for it. And two, they have played Ryan Tannehill and Baker Mayfield. If they're yeah. going to be if they're going to be this aggressive week five against Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to be five and out. Hey, we got Cooper yeah, Rush and Justin right. Fields on tap, man. We still Correct. got the back yeah. quarterback coming, so let's take advantage yeah. here. <laughs> like I said, four and zero is very realistic. Let's go. Let's go. It's crazy so, to even think. I'm sorry, just to hear that out loud. Yeah. It's just crazy how quick, how quickly, like coaching, the difference that a couple of good coaches can make is crazy. I, I just want to ask. This is a, just a little bonus question. The difference between Dayball and and my guy, uh, uh, forgive me, good lord, Joe why can't Joe, Joe Judge. Judge? Forgive me. Yeah. The difference between between them on that field during this training camp, what's the difference? Like, as far as your opinion, like, is there any similarities in there, or what do you think Dayball brings different from a Joe Judge as far as this 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 training camp? Listen, uh, I am a Joe Judge fan. I think Joe Judge. Got a very raw deal here. Okay, I I want I'm gonna say it like it right. You he mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. here. He was told he had four or five years to get things in order. He would not have done the some of the things he did if he knew he was you know coaching for his job in the second half of the second season. So like, um, QB sneaks sit around. So yeah, he the coaching staff was playing a quarterback at that time that the other people in the building wanted that the coaching staff wanted less than them. Let's say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so um, my point, but to get back to your question, look, it's mm-hmm. a much looser training camp. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a much, you know, but here's the thing, right? Like everybody's, Oh, Joe judge makes offensive coaches run the laps. This is, this has to lead get up in the morning. Well, the coach, some of the coaches ran laps under Brian Dayball. It just was, he wasn't like a, you know, they, it just became this narrative out of control that Joe Judge wanted to be Bill Belichick. So, like, that became a big deal. People forget Brian Dayball has a lot of the same philosophies. He's, he spent more time under He's Bill Belichick. He's too. Yeah. Yeah. He spent more time under Belichick than anybody else. But because he didn't come right from New England, he came from Buffalo, he gets mm. this, he gets this pass on like having some of those Patriots tendencies. It's a much looser camp. The player, the players have talked about how they're having much more fun. I take that kind of with a grain of salt because if they felt that way, then they sure hit it until after Joe judge was fired. Cause in all of December, they weren't saying it now, all of a sudden they feel like they can say it. So it, I do take it with a little bit of a grain of salt of like, yeah, well now that you have no repercussions, you can say it. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but yes, it's a, it's a much looser camp. It's a much, uh, they, you know, they, they weren't grind, you know, that the players' bodies, talking to player, here's something I'll say, the players' bodies feel much fresher at mm. the start of this season than they it felt sucks. at the start of last season. And, but Dable's getting after guys, though. He's, you saw him yelling at, at Daniel Jones. No, he, that's he is not thing. a pushover. That's He's another pushover. thing, guys. Joe Judge, behind closed doors, was very hard on guys. Yeah. Never wow. criticized, never criticized anybody on, in a press conference, never crit- never was really caught criticizing anybody on in the public eye during a game. Mm. Uh, behind closed doors, he was very critical. Right, uh, but he protected his guys. Brian Dayball, as we've seen, he's not Yeah, he's told he he won't tell you anything about an injury. He'll tell you a, a guy could show up with two broken legs and he'll tell yeah. you he's day to day. 
But, uh, but when it comes to actual play, he'll, he'll assign some blame. And then we've seen him on the sideline, chew some guys out. So he's not afraid to light a fire under guys. Part of that I think is it's inherited guys. I'll be much more curious if in 2023 or 2024, mm, yeah. when he has, when he has his Will Levis or whoever, if he treats him the same way. True. That'll be Very true. Out. Agreed, agreed. So let's get right into it, man. Oh, man, Ryan Dunleavy, man, you got Giants fans going crazy this past <laughs> couple of days, especially with a tweet. It garnered Julian Love to respond. But I think, and the Revival guys think as well, it kind of misinterpreted here, all right? So with that being said, um, just give us the inside of your attentions of that tweet pertaining to Kenny Galladay clearing out his locker and hitting out of Dodge, man. But clear the I'm, air. Just walk clear us through the air, it, man, Ryan. This is your time. Yeah, this clear is the this air, is man. Your, this is your yeah. platform. Go right ahead. <laughs> All right. So let me be. Cl- so let me start with what my job is. I covered the Giants as the main beat writer for NJ.com and the Star Ledger for two years. Paul Schwartz is the main Giants beat writer for the New York Post. I'm his caddy, so to speak. So on a game day, I do sidebar. So Paul writes the game story, the great comeback. Ian O'Connor or Steve Serby writes the big picture column. And then I look for the sidebar angle. So for that game, maybe it's Julian Love with a sack. Maybe it's Kenny Galladay not playing. Maybe it's uh, Saquon Barkley's, you know, he didn't have 172 rushing yards like week one, but he also didn't have one of those games where he had five carries for three yards where you're scratching your head. Like you just look for like a smaller part. Maybe it's a game changing play. Maybe it's a rookie. You look for a smaller part of the game to blow up and write. That's what my job was. So uh, I w- the two things I said I was going to do were I'll do Saquon Barkley and I'll do Kenny Galladay. So 50, you have to wait 15 minutes to go in the locker room to uh, after a game, a cooling off period. I go in, Kenny Galladay is not there. His locker's empty. So, that's a, so I'm mm. standing in the locker room and I tweet that. Kenny Galladay is not here. His lock, his, his that, locker, that was factual. His locker is empty. So that's what I'm think. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I tweet. My my mistake is, and this, my mistake is, I forget that I know much more than the millions of people who have never been to an NFL practice to an NFL <laughs> in locker room. Players have practice lockers in. Quest Diagnostics training facility where they keep all of their stuff. And then they have game day lockers where the game day locker is empty all week until they get there in the morning. They put in their suit, their watch, their wallet, whatever. And they clear it out at the end of the night, at the end of every game, at the end of every game, every game day locker is empty. My intention was to say his locker is empty as in he's not, he's not here, but he's also not in the shower. He's not in the training room. He's not, you know, anywhere else in the building. He ain't coming back. You ain't hearing from him today. He, he's gone was my intention. So when I said his locker was empty, it was like that was my way of saying anybody who's waiting to hear his reaction to playing two snaps, you're not getting it today. He's gone. So I said his locker was empty. Then other people who, you know, <laughs> you got to be smart about this when you're a writer. Give a telephone. Other people, <laughs> other people, some with bigger plot, bigger Twitter audiences than me are quote tweeting over it with their takes and their interpretations, which of course they're entitled to do. But then my, that gets misconstrued as, 
oh, I'm saying he's getting released. I'm saying he's mm-hmm. getting cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was I was just saying you ain't going to hear from him today. But as has been pointed out to me many times, why didn't I just say you ain't going to hear from him today? I don't know. Because <laughs> I saw something and I tweeted. I saw I it was like dog crossing road. I'm going to try tweet dog crossing yeah, yeah. road. That's what I, I'm seeing an empty locker. I'm going to tell you I'm seeing an empty locker. I didn't, th- I didn't think it was going to be about I didn't think about how it was going to be interpreted. That's my mistake. Had you said hey, listen, John Feliciano's locker was empty, nobody would have blinked an eye. No. But <laughs> it was the, it was the, it was the timing. Who gives? It was the player. Yeah. And it, it was just perfect storm of, of right. just. <laughs> well, again, like I like Julian. To Julian's right, Julian's locker was empty too. He was by the time we got in there, he was on his way to New York to go do uh, Bruce Beck show Sunday night. So his locker was empty by the time we got in there too. I just happened to not be looking for Julian Love. If yeah. I was, if I was looking for Julian Love, I would have sent the same tweet. Julian Love's locker right. is empty. You won't yeah. be, here, you know. There's no, there's no tension with Julian Love. Why would you look for his locker? Like, there's clearly something going on with Kenny Galladay, though. He's, he's. Yeah. That's the story. Absolutely. That's the story. As I had tweeted before the game, and I honestly, I wish I had written it last week. Uh, this is part of the information game we play. Uh, as I tweeted like 9 a.m. or 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning is I was told early last week that Kadarius was going to play much more at the expense of Kenny Galladay's snaps. And then Kadarius showed up on the injury list with a hamstring. And the person who had told me that on Tuesday, I went back to, I said, does that uh, change it? And he said, I don't know. could muddy the waters. So I didn't really... Mm. I kind of hedged my bets and just tweeted it and said it could happen. And then lo and behold, it did exactly what I was told on Tuesday happened as Kenny's wow. role was minimized. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, going into the locker room, I was like, this is a big story because this wasn't, he wasn't hurt. He was, this is something they decided on Tuesday. And then Dave's actually said in his post game press conference that he had told Kenny during the middle of the week, we're going to go with Sills. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was He's honest. honest. And I and I I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for kind of wrapping that up. Clear the air, Bowen, and clearing the air, letting the people know. So, guys, you heard it here first from Mr. Ryan Dunleavy, man. Leave him alone. All right, leave him alone. (laughs) He's a good man. (laughs) It's done now. It's buried here. We can move on. All right. So, so Ryan, I'm gonna say this, man. And I gave you a little bit of a teaser here. If the Giants win, win, I will. So I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna get your thoughts. If the Giants win. Ryan will finish the sentence. If you, I, 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 I was thinking about it. Well, you guys got ideas. What do other people say? I, give me an idea. <laughs> We've had a wide range oh. of things to from push ups to drinking 21 beers to oh. uh walking into Lowe's with a chef. You know, you use your imagination. I mean, uh, I you, can give an easy, easy one where he could, just, he could just like, you know, we'll do a show after that win and he has to like quote tweet the show and say it's the best podcast <laughs> out there. At, Absolutely, I could e- I could easily do that for you guys. That's no- <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome, awesome. So you know what? Let's let's do that. How's that sound? Oh, you want to go a little bit and raise the bar a little bit? What you want to do, Ryan? Yeah, the, we'll, we'll go with that. And if I got something better for you, I'll quote tweet. I'll quote tweet it over you later in the okay. week. Okay, okay. Let's go. If I get something better, I'll quote tweet the episode with uh, my new response. I gotta I gotta Love think. It. Of, you know, I would donate something Sleep to on it. I could donate to a charity if you guys want, or uh, I could, you know, I obviously I can't do anything that celebrates a Giants win in my, uh, yes. in of my, course. In, in of my, course. 
in my impartial role. But I can certainly, as everybody, if you've listened to Jordan Renan's ESPN podcast, you know that I am, I take a lot of pride in being a weirdo who has (laughs) never, I I don't eat any vegetables. I haven't watched, I haven't watched most movies. There's a ton. I've never had lettuce in my life. How about that? If the <laughs> How Giants about you win, eat some ooh. lettuce. There you go. If the Giants win, I will eat lettuce. There you go. How about that? Wow, that is big and news. Record it and right. quote it. That's right. huge. Okay. You guys heard it here first. If the Did Giants win, he will try lettuce for the first time. I think that's a dang good one. Let's we'll give it a round of applause. So, and one more before you go. Just a prediction, quick prediction, and we'll get you out of here. Yes. What's your I- prediction for the Monday night game? I think the Giants win, uh, 21-14. Boom. Round of applause. Boom, boom, Round of boom, applause. Boom, Very close to the last prediction, right? And, right and exactly. And, guys, I, I thank you so much, Ryan. I appreciate you coming, right. man. Thank you we so much for spending you, your time. And thank you, Mrs. Dunleavy. Yeah, yes. No <laughs> hey, guys, I got off the phone about a, two hours ago with Jason Garrett. So uh, oh. you'll be hearing from Jason Garrett later in this week, too. Yes. Let's Ooh, go. Let's go. I gotta please let us know. Let us know. We gotta retweet that and of course support it, man. I definitely will. And thank you so much, man, for spending your time, man. We'll we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Let me see if either of these women ends up with their soulmate. I'll see you guys. I'll see you, brother. Take care. And, guys, that was Mr. Ryan Dunleavy. You heard it here first, man. Only the revival guys bring you these exclusive stories. It's great stuff, man. And, guys, you know, let's. The air is cleared, man. Leave Mr. For Ryan now. Dunleavy alone, Until man. He's week. a great guy. There's another guy you can attack, but we won't say it on here, right? Because he he might end up on the show, too, and Ed, and clear the air as well. But, guys, uh, we're going to wrap this up here, man. And uh, we just want to thank you guys for spending this wonderful Tuesday night with us. Thank you to our special guest, Ryan Dunleavy. And, uh, guys, you already know the vibes, man. Wipe that stadium out for Monday. Yeah, you got we, something, Speed? We didn't talk about what we were going to do if the Giants win. Oh, what are we going to do? I don't have I shit. I'm still, I'm still catching up from the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, first of all, I gotta push out my my push-ups by it by by Thursday. I'll get it to you guys by Thursday. But well, like, if the Giants I'm, win, uh, you guys, you guys, like, we're going. Who's ordering first at the table? You guys think about it. I know my order. Okay. Um, I'm going to have oh, uh, a mustache, a nice little mustache for a week. Oh, uh, I'm gonna grow. No, maybe two weeks. I'll grow it out for two weeks. You gotta grow for a while. Three, you know. Yeah, then... yeah, because yeah. And then, and then chop off the rest for a little bit. But okay. My, my wife's going to ha- – I'm not going to have any sex for two weeks either. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going for it. We're going for 3-0. and Sorry. I got, I, got, I got something three even better, but I think all of us should do it. I think we all have to eat a spicy chip if the Giants win. On, I mean, you got to go big, like, like a bring ghost me, pepper chip. some spice. Oh, oh ghost pepper. We'll talk about that all. Hey, no, no, no. Listen, that's you. I do want to say, I'm still thinking. Yeah, that's you. No, can I do a Takis instead? Because I'm not good with spices. I'll eat Takis, all right? I'll take a Takis on air. This feels a lot like. Half a bag, Speed. What, you trying to kill me? (laughs) We want more than one. Can I get four? Yeah, I'm with. I'm with this guy here. This is Dallas. We're talking about beating Dallas. At home, you're gonna, eat, right. you're gonna eat. You're, you're gonna right. eat a potato chip. You're gonna eat a fucking a potato, potato chip. chip. <laughs> All right, I'll think of something. I'll think of something cool. I mean, you already got me to rhyme for goodness sake. Point. That was like twisting an arm. Was it? <laughs> you're fucking good. Um, Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. 
jalapeno. There's some. We'll get back to you guys on this, man. How about that? We We are going to have to follow up. But I will say, this was a pure coincidence. We all wore red tonight, and we're not in a gang. We did it because we're going for Blood Monday night. Let's go. Right. Right. Damn right. You think they'll ever bring back the red jerseys, the all reds? I hope, man. I mean, that was. I hope I loved it. We we always lost them, but I'd be interested. Hey, shout out. Hey, let's go. We want three and zero. We're gonna talk about our hey, and also shout out to our 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 followers. Bring all you can for the for the uh, for the challenge here. Like, do your thing on video. We'll shout you guys out. You know, uh, if the Giants win challenge. Uh, bring your craziest shit, man. Come on, let's have fun with this. <laughs> Listen, if the Giants win challenge, guys, the best challenge is going to get this Lawrence Tynes picture. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Oh, Somebody I like that. Stone, Stone Cold or something. That's freaking Stone great. Cold. Yes, I like yes. that. Bash it. Let's do it. Bash it and go ahead. nuts in your yard. But, guys, put it over the top, man. Let's make this challenge go viral, man. You, only you guys can help us do that. And we're having some fun with this. It's great so, seeing this, especially with the winning season. ITGW, at us, let's go. Add us, <laughs> us on Twitter with that hashtag for the challenge. And uh, the best one, we will do the challenge and they get a signed picture. Bam. Let's go. Bam. Let's go. Come on now. And, guys, we'll wrap this up tonight, man. Of course, once again, thank you for spending your Tuesday nights on behalf of Mr. Glass Half Full. Speed, if you nasty now. <laughs> and you is nasty, Speed. You, you is nasty. nasty. 21 is, fucking years. Good Lord. <laughs> and on behalf of Mr. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. El Chefe, a.k.a. Damn it, Daniel. We still got damn it, Daniel, because he released that picture. We still got damn it, Daniel, because you should have hit that. Anyway, that's another story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mr. El Jefe, man. And this is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And thank you. Welcome. And I, I don't know. Let's, let's end the show. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> we love you guys. Have a good night. Get that Peace. music, baby. <laughs>